Welcome to No Ordinary Women, the podcast where two ordinary broads chat about extraordinary women, the good, the bad, and the bad shit crazy. So, Lynn. So, froze. We have exciting news today. We had our first interview. It went amazing. It absolutely did. I think we have a new BFF. What do you think? I think we do, too. Do you think do you think she knows that? Probably not. She probably thinks we're two crazy women. Yeah, well, we are. We are. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I was I have loved this woman for so long and I've turned so many people onto her amazing life that I was super excited to interview her. So we interviewed Biz Valentini. 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 I think that's Valentini. how you say it. And she has her Instagram is my busy kitchen b i z z y, and yeah, Lynn Lynn turned me onto her, and she is hysterical online, and she's also not just funny, but she's also very positive. She does a lot of cooking on her Instagram. She gives like so she's very real. So when you, you know, when you follow her, she doesn't have like a $7 billion kitchen. She has an average kitchen like everyone else in the world, uh, like, well, most people in the world. She has um, her recipes are with like a lot of times she creates a great recipe just from stuff that she has in her fridge or her pantry. Um, and she, the reason I started following her originally was because I had started Weight Watchers and I had to do something different as far as like finding better ways to cook and I just don't, I like to eat. So I can't just eat like, you know, apples and, you know, boneless chicken breast. I have to have spice. I have to have seasonings. I have to have, you know, a whole array of things in my diet. I can't just eat like a bird. So I found her. I don't even remember how I stumbled upon her. Um, and I was hooked. And she now has two cookbooks. She was able to quit her job, her nine to five job. And she's a full-time food blogger. She has a YouTube channel, she has a TikTok, she has a Facebook, but I feel like she's most prominent on, is that the right word? I feel like she's on Instagram the most. Um, for me, I guess that's just where I see her. But she's funny because she never deletes a video. So if she starts making a video, she rolls with it. And there's been some pretty funny bloopers. Um, so if you watch her, I promise you will laugh. And she's a little bit inappropriate here and there. That's probably why we love her the most. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. And um, I want to apologize to everyone for the audio in this because it's our first recording over Zoom. And I don't know how much I'm going to edit it, be able to edit it to make it sound really good. But so if it's a little echoey sounding, it's because I don't know what I'm doing. Well, and also too, this be, you know, moving forward, hopefully we'll be able to figure out how to do an interview with our microphones and video. We're still trying to work out the video thing. I know it's, it's really hard. <laughs> well, it's hard when you have a full-time job and you have like, you know, 30 minutes to work on it a night and you know, it's, you're exhausted. <laughs> well, yeah. And you have a full family, you know, yeah. you have four people dependent on you doing every other thing. And so you, you know, it's really hard for you because you do all of the editing and all that stuff. Yeah. Me, I just am here for the looks. So <laughs> and the boobs and the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, I hope you enjoy this as much as we did. We 
as soon as Rose and I got off this interview, um, soon we hung up the Zoom. We called it. We FaceTime each other right away. And we're like, oh, my God, we love her. She's our new best friend. She's just an amazing human. And she has a really interesting story. So you can go to her website um, to look at her story. I think it's like mybusykitchen.com. But she also has two cookbooks on Amazon that we'll put the links for in the show notes. One is called Skinny Pizza Dough, My Busy Kitchen Cookbook. And the other one is called Cooking for One, a My Busy Kitchen uh, Cookbook. And they're on Amazon. You know, they're on all the places. But she is amazing, y'all. So there's a lot to her life. It's not just cooking. There's um, a lot. And, and you'll see some of the things she shared were pretty, you know, pretty deep. And we just loved her. So we hope you love her just as much. Enjoy. Hi, Ben. And welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to introduce yourself real quick? Uh, sure. My name is Biz Velatini. I am a food blogger uh, in the uh, suburbs of Chicago. And it's a funny thing because everyone says when they come to Chicago, where should they go to eat? And I was like, I live like 50 miles from there, uh, <laughs> you know, so and since I don't work downtown anymore, it's like I used to know all the restaurants within like a six block radius of my office. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I always recommend those places. Um, but uh, I try to get down to the city at least once a month. But uh, but yeah, I'm closer to Wisconsin than Chica- than Chicago. When when people ask you, where should I go eat? And you say, come to my house. <laughs> yeah, just come on over. Actually, I've, I've had people um, want to come to my house for Party Pizza Friday. Oh, like, I bet. Yeah, they're like, you know, they're going to be in town. And I was like, oh, suggestions and places. And like, actually, we'd really love to come to your house and eat your pizza. <laughs> and I was like, I'm I'm not a restaurant, you know, so I don't know how that's going to work. But um, yeah, so, well, I, I always thought it would be fun if I did a built a studio kitchen in my backyard because I've got a pretty big backyard yeah, and then yeah. have like a, a Airbnb on the other side. And then people could come st- stay with me and then we cook. So like it would be like separate and stuff. Uh, but there's uh, the subdivision I live in doesn't um, do Airbnbs. They don't. That yeah. it's against the the rules, and I was like, "Who's gonna know? Who's well, gonna that's know?" What it's, it's my uncle. He's just staying in my guest cottage. Yeah, and, it's fine. Uh, it's Don't worry about it. <laughs> I want to say for anyone who doesn't know Biz, that's listening. Um, I feel like you're so much more than a food blogger. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh well, thanks. He's also <laughs> hilarious on Instagram. Oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah. I try to keep and, it light and always so positive and just yes. I don't know. Very motivated. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because a lot of people will um, not accuse me, but tell me that I'm not using my platform for things that are going on in the world. And I say, I'm never going to do that because I just want a space, however tiny my little space is, is for somebody to go to get away from everything that's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. So what I do on my own time is you know, you know, different, you know, and I, I am involved. I do, you know, I read all the things, but I will never put it on my platform just because it's only going to be food, goofy stuff, thrift, thrift store hauls, uh, tiny dogs when my daughter brings her dogs over, you know, and just, and keep it light and fun. And, um, and, and that's what I keep doing. Don't forget about your fashion blogging. Yes. Oh, fashion blogging. Yes. Um, yeah. And recently I had one of my followers, she um, said I was cleaning out my closet and she was like, I told my daughter that I wanted to give my clothes to my, to my friend Biz. I've never, never met her uh, in real life or anything. And her daughter's like, who's Biz? And she's like, 
she's on Instagram. And she's like, why are you giving your clothes to some lady on Instagram? And she's like, I think she would like it because she likes free clothes and or cheap clothes, whatever. <laughs> and know. so I said, we met like halfway and um, I get to the table. She was 77 years old. So sweet. Oh, and wow. she has the best taste in clothes and it's stuff that I would never pick out for myself. So for the last couple of weeks, I've just been wearing these outfits and people are like, where did you get that? I was like, it's Susan. And then somebody's like, is Susan your stylist? I'm like, no, <laughs> she's a follower. And then, so as I've been tagging her every single time I put a piece of her clothing on, uh, she texted me yesterday. She's like, I've got four more giant bags for you. I was like, you are so sweet. So I will be getting some more, some more clothes. So <laughs> I got, I, buying clothes from the thrift store or getting hand-me-downs are my favorite. It's just like free shopping. It is. If you don't like it, you're going through. If you don't like it, you don't feel guilty. Right? Exactly. Like, I'll give that to Goodwill or I'll see if somebody else wants that or something. I love it. I for love sure. it. Yeah. yeah. It, and it's a thrill of the hunt too. So when you, when my daughter and I go thrifting, she and I are very similar. So we know we're, we're in it for the long haul. Sometimes we're like, okay, we're going to only spend 40 minutes here yeah. or, you know, is this going to be a three hour? We just never know. Yeah. But so I always tell people if they want to go thrifting with me, I was like, here's the deal. It's like, we're going to be there for a little bit because <laughs> we have to go down every, you know, every aisle and, you know, you have to touch all the things and everything. So I have to touch everything because touching is what stops me first. Usually how does it yeah. feel on my fingers? Like, and then if it's like, Ooh, ooh I hate that fabric. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So well, what I also do is on a goodwill is where I go most of the time is they have different color tags are 50% off. So it's kind of like the thrill of the hunt. Cause then I only look at that color tag so that I'm going down. I was like, purple tag. Nope. Purple tag. Yes. <laughs> oh, I've never thought about that. I need to do that. Cause I love, yeah. I love that. I do that at the habitat store. I'm like, what color is the wheel on? Yeah. I yes. Love that. <laughs> so um, one of the things I want to start by saying after you've introduced yourself um, is the thing that brought and Rose highlighted it's a little bit the thing that brought us closest to you for me first of all um is that I was I had done Weight Watchers I was a lifetime member and I, I I'm not doing it right now but I've done it on and off I think we all have it as everyone does yes right and I was like wholeheartedly doing Weight Watchers I had lost I think I'd lost like 35, 36 pounds and I felt so good. And I was working out like crazy. This was right before the pandemic. I was like, I was at the Y doing like body pump and spinning and insanity and like all these fun, super fun things. And I was loving it. And I looked great. And I was following you. I was making your pizza crust. I got my sister and my mom, everybody in my family uses your pizza crust. And, um, and we, I just love you because when you're, so you watch a food blogger for me when I would watch, I'm like, God, look at their, look at, oh my God, their kitchen's like cost more than my entire, like three houses on my street. And, and I was like, she's so real. She has a basic kitchen, nothing fancy. Um, and I said, but she does, and she doesn't like to waste food. So that was my big thing is like, um, it made me laugh so hard one time when you had leftover fries, I would have never brought home leftover fries and you like cut them up and put them on pizza. And I was like, smart because it's like potatoes on pizza are good right yes so I love that your positive aspects and then when I was doing Weight Watchers and I would have those days where I was just like I just can't do this today and then you'd be on this is when you used to, you used to do team turquoise yes team turquoise <laughs> yeah where everything is zero points because <laughs> you have to have those days and it was I very much understood you and I and you and you know you've had struggles in your life and you show that, you know, that doesn't make you depressed forever. That doesn't make you um, angry at the world forever. That makes mm. you 
You can still pick yourself up by your bootstraps, move forward, be happy. And then also with your team turquoise things, for me, that was like, this is your, it really emphasized to me, this is your journey. So yeah, if you don't want to lose a pound a week, two pounds a week, whatever, you know, most people lose. Yeah, have your team turquoise day, have your team turquoise weekend, whatever you want to do. But if you really want to lose, you know, don't do team, team turquoise, but maybe one day a week or a half a day or whatever it is. Yes. But it really made me understand. It helped me to understand my body and what I can and can't do. Um, and so that it really helped me a lot in your positivity. And and then the other thing that really connected you and your Jen, your sister, you have a twin sister, Jen, and she's yeah. also on Instagram and um, social media. And Rose is tends to be the more quiet one and like stand back. But once you get her started, she's hysterical. You have to get her a drink or two. But <laughs> but Rose is like, I feel like I can channel Jen and you channel Biz. So we're like yes. twins. <laughs> exactly. I know. And it's funny because when people are like going through and Sometimes people will um, will be like on stories like behind. And one time this woman said, oh my gosh, Biz, I can't believe I did this. And she, so I fell off her feed for whatever reason. And then she saw my sister and she's like, oh my God, there's Biz again. She's like, I'll just start following her again. And like, she just liked a bunch of her posts. So then my sister kept going into her feed, not me. But then she was like, gosh, she's like, why is Biz like so like subdued? Like, why <laughs> is exactly she wearing, what it's like. yeah, why is she wearing makeup? Like, why is she wearing jewelry? You know, like all those things. And she's like, I need to look at the name. She's like, but I just and then finally, then somehow I came across her feed. And then she's like, Oh my God, she's like, Biz is back, you know? And then she's like, Oh wait, I was following the wrong person. I mean, she was still followed my sister. But for like a month, she was just like so confused. She's like, "What is happening? Like, what is?" And see, and the the difference between my sister and I too is, um, she cares a lot what people think, and I don't. And so I, I'm if you, you I'm not everyone's cup of tea. So yeah. you like me, or you don't. And um, I actually had this woman uh, a couple weeks ago uh, open a burner account. So she was had zero posts, zero followers, and oh, I mean, yeah, zero posts, zero followers, and only followed one person, which was me. And then left me the laundry list of things that she hated about me. Um, my teeth were yellow. Uh, who would want your life? Cause you work seven days a week and um, your daughter's overweight and like just all these things. It was horrible. And so I video replied her and I was like, if I don't, if you don't like me, I said, you don't have to. I said, the fact that you opened up a separate Instagram account so that you're anonymous to me. Um, speaks volumes about how, how your life is, you know, that you have the time to do this. I said, um, but second of all, I said, just unfollow. That's all you have to do. And then, then it, I just forgot about it. Then the next day it was a more laundry list of everything that, uh, she hated about me. So then I saw the green light that she was on. So I was like, we're video chatting. So I went to video Mm -hmm. chat. Of course she did not pick up. And so I said, oh, that's very interesting. I said that you, uh, I give you every opportunity to say that everything that you said typed on a computer uh, to my face and you weren't able to do that. You know, I said, I don't know how to block people. I said, but if I did, you'd be the first person to know. My daughter did block her because I don't know how to do that. But um, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So um, yeah, it's just, it's strange how people can hide behind a keyboard and or phone and just 
say whatever. And it's like, would you say to some, some that to somebody on, you know, in, in person, like if you saw somebody on the street and you didn't like their outfit, like, would you go up and say, I hate your clothes? Right. Like, no, why would, so why do people think that they have, can do that otherwise, you know? Right. And I, I think that, I mean, we, we all, we, we, our society suffers with this so much. And this is why I'm so, so very thankful that um, the internet was not around when I was a kid, because Lord knows I'd have been in a lot of trouble um, for things I put on there probably. Um, but I think that, I think that people, when people do that, it's just their own insecurities because they mm -hmm. feel better about themselves when they point out, you know, someone else's they think someone else's flaws but sure. a flaw for her uh, like that she thinks a flaw of yours could be something that somebody else loves about you oh right, right. Like, I, I mean yeah. it's because you're real that's what people love about you because you're real you don't try and put on makeup and a bunch of fancy jewelry and stuff like that you are you and it's there's no like oh what's she like behind the camera because there's no doubt you're I, i'm exactly the same yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my son, who has been a social media star in his life, and we won't get into all that. But anyway, he um, he's a, a, a wonderful human. And he um, said to me, he helps us a lot. And he does actually um, copywriting. So when I'm going to post something or I was going to write you a letter and ask you, I was like, look at this. He goes, Mom, I don't like this. It's horrible. And why are you writing this? Or you sent her a DM. And I was like, yeah. He goes, Mom, you can't just DM Instagram influencers like that and expect they're going to respond. I'm like, no, Chris, it's busy. You don't understand. He's like, Mom, you can't do He's always like treating me like I'm an idiot. Mom, you can't do that. And I was like, Chris, no, it's biz. You don't understand. Yeah, I'm different. There's a, long, there's a long list of messages between us. It's not like we chat every day, but I definitely comment on stuff. And Joey's contact is, that doesn't mean she likes you, Mom. My kids are always crazy. And then when I told him you responded and that you were going to be on the show, he goes, oh, wow, Mom. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. Watch me now. <laughs> so I, I think it's interesting. One of the questions I was going to ask you is if you ever get haters, because I don't think there's anything to hate about. Like when I watch, no. like you don't, you know, you don't talk politics or anything. So yeah, the thing is a lot of people um, will tell me um, if you, you're losing weight, how come you still have a belly? Like when are you going to use your belly fat? Um, or how come I've been on Weight Watchers so long and I haven't been gotten to goal yet? Um, and uh, I eat like a, four, a fourth grader because uh, I don't eat a lot of vegetables. And it's like, I had to figure out Weight Watchers, how it worked for me instead of trying to copy somebody else. And when the pr program rewarded you for having vegetables, I was like making salads to, to eat next to my breakfast sandwich. And I was like, why am I doing that? Like, that's gross. You know, like, why, why am I trying to do it? And it's, I had to switch my mindset for everything. And it's very interesting because I went to um, an influencer trip uh, recently and um, there was three male influencers there and the rest were women. The male ones hardly got any crap at all. And every one of us said we get something almost on a daily basis. It's it's insane. And especially like I don't let my daughter answer questions on uh, uh, comments on Instagram just because people will point out to let me know that she's overweight. Is she on Weight Watchers? It, what are you doing? You know, are you providing her lunch? You know, like what what is happening? You know, and it's like she's a grown she's 31 years old. Right. Like she's a grown woman and she makes her own choices. And, you know, so it's that, that, that part drives me insane. Like, and, and then I, and then I also say to people, 
you know, I mean, as much as I'm the same, like in here and as I am on Instagram or anything like that, but my four minutes a day in stories is one of 1,440. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like exactly. you, and I always say to people, I was like, unless you have my telephone number, I was like, you don't personally know me. Right. And so you can't, you cannot judge anything about me because you don't really know me. Right. You know, I, yeah. I don't, that's so, not your whole it, life. Exactly. Yeah. It's not my whole life. And, and not to say that my, uh, I'm different just because I, I just talk about food and stuff like that, but I just feel that that it has its place and that's what I like to talk about. And I love food. And in the last like 21 months, since I changed my mindset, um, it's, I enjoy giving, telling people that they can still eat the things they like, obviously in moderation, because I was an all or nothing mentality, like either like every January 1st, I would tell myself, all right, this is right. it. You know, like how the turning of a calendar in a year was going to just oh my automatically <laughs> change my mind. I was going to, you know, walk 10,000 steps, uh, drink a gallon of water, you know, work out five times a week, whatever it was, I'd have all these balls in the air. And maybe I could keep those up for a day, a week, two weeks, three weeks. And then as soon as one ball dropped out of the ground, that's all I could look at is what, what dropped. And it didn't matter that I still had all the other balls up in the air, but then I looked at that with consider myself a failure and I would give up. Right. So the first thing I had to do was lose the timetable. My birthday's in March and every January I would say, I'm going to lose 20 pounds by my birthday. It's going to be amazing. And every year I never did that, but I could have lost 11 pounds. And, but then I would say, oh, it's not working. So I may as well just stop it. Um, so I've, I'm, I've lost 40 pounds in 21 months, which is about two pounds a month is what it, it um, that's impressive. It is. Yeah. And, um, and I know yeah. that it's, it's about you and your decisions in your life. And if anybody's, and, and I heard you say a couple of about a week, within the last week, something about somebody because you're on that medication. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, who the hell cares how she's doing it? You're not using that. What's that stuff called? The thin oh, or something like, like that. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. no, I'm saying you're not using like fin fin or some one of those horrible things that's like bad for your body. You're doing yeah. something with your doctor and it, mind their own goddamn. Yeah, business, I right? know, and that's just the thing. It's like my sister and I are in the same dose. We've both both been on it for the same amount of time. I actually think my sister's been on it six months longer than me. Um, and uh, so what it does for me is it helps me take less insulin for every meal. So I'm type one, my sister's type two. Um, and it's made a difference because I used to take one unit of insulin for every four grams of carbs I ate. Now it's one to 10, which is huge. So maybe having less insulin in my body is also helping, but Ozempic also has never curbed my appetite. It's, I can still eat all the things that I want. You know, it doesn't prevent me from, you know, turning my car into Dunkin' Donuts and getting an apple fritter. Ozempic is not getting me to the gym and swimming for an hour. Um, you know, it's, it's all those things. And then, <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, when I, I, I just sent out my newsletter last week, you know, I was like 40 pounds down, you know, talked about the thing, talked about Ozempic. Yeah. I probably got uh, two dozen messages, um, replying to that saying, uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room. It's the only reason you're, you've lost weight is because of Zempic. And I was like, no, I, I don't think so. And I yeah. said, well, if that's the case, then how come my sister hasn't lost 40 pounds and we're identical twins? You well, know, it's like, yeah. right, you know, so, guess what? 
there's no elephant in this room anymore, MFers. <laughs> yeah, and I've never not said it. And so somebody said that I had to do when I did an Instagram post that I needed to put a disclaimer that uh, the reason I wa- lost 40 pounds is because I was on Ozempic. No. no. And I was like, that has nothing to do with it. I said, I'm not on a high enough dose to even for weight loss. And even if I was, um, well, even if I, I looked up if the 0.5 units I take a, a once a week, um, the average people in 56 weeks on a study lost 12 pounds, you know, and that's not a lot of, that's not a lot of weight, you know, so that you obviously have to do all the other things to, to make it work for you. And you can see that you're putting in the work. Yes, absolutely. You get your exercises, you swim, you you do it all. I mean, I, and I don't, I I just, again, people are always going to be haters because they're jealous, but you keep doing you. That's my thought. Okay. Thanks. Um, So, um, tell us about like what inspired you to start blogging and Instagram influencing. Did you start, I don't, I don't know this. Did you start blogging first or did you start doing Instagram posts? Okay. Um, I started my blog in 2008 and actually it was kind of meant to be like an online diary, which I thought was going to be for my future grandkids. So I started when I was 40 and I just blogged Monday through Friday and it was just like a recap of my day and sprinkled with recipes in between. Um, And I did that for 10 years. So from the time I was 40 to 50, I had, and, but I was never meant to be like, um, like I never met search engine optimized. Like I never thought, you know, no one's going to Google my anything and find my recipes because they were all just embedded into, like, I would say it was a great weekend. And then I'd have some recipes for some soup that I made or whatever like that. So, um, my daughter and I have been painstakingly (laughs) going back to, uh, the over, I don't even know how many blog posts I have 5,000, whatever it is. Um, to make them search engine optimized. Because if I was making like Italian meatballs, I my blog post title would be like, you really need my balls in your mouth. And no one, no one's gonna, well, they're gonna find something if they Google that, but they're not gonna that's find a, That's a different search engine. That's yeah, that's a different, you. they're not gonna I find my that. recipe for that. So that's what I had to realize is, um, you know, so we've been going back. So we do monetize the blog. So that's a, another stream of income for us, yeah. but it's, it's a painstaking job. So just to go and, yeah. and so then when the pandemic happened, um, there was really nothing for me to like blog about because I was like, it was boring. You know, I was in my house. I mean, yeah. I still did recipes and stuff like that, but then I just started putting all the recipes just on Instagram and not my blog. And so I think the last time, well, at least Hannah has at least 70 recipes that are only on Instagram, not on my blog that we have to put on the blog because I don't own Instagram and I need a placeholder for them. So um, that's another thing that we do is constantly updating um, and putting stuff on there. Um, but uh but yeah, so uh, now fast forward, my daughter and her husband have been married six years. They don't want children. And my stepson and his wife have been married 10 years. They don't want children. So <laughs> I was like, I guess my blog is just going to be for the world now. So Rose, Rose will send you hers anytime. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have three. You can have all three of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Once getting yeah. ready to college, you don't want him. He's too nice. <laughs> okay. He's sweet and easy. The two girls are wide open. They are wide open. So Okay. Yeah, it's pretty great. My kids are all, my youngest is 26 and she'll be 27 in February. And then so my, yeah, my kids are much older. So, um, um, so what 
I'm, I've always been curious about this with you because I know you worked for a law firm before you quit to do your full-time blogging, which I was so happy for you and you were able to do that. I'm like, oh, I envy her. Um, but I feel like it's, I, as we've done this, started doing this podcast and Rose carries the whole thing on her shoulders, as she'll tell you always. Um, and she, she does carry about 90% of it on her shoulders, but um, it's way more work than going to work and working a regular nine to five job. And so what, um, what was your worst job that you ever had and your favorite job that you ever had before blogging? Uh, before blogging, um, I guess my favorite job would have been, I was worked at the chopping block. So I had, uh, an epiphany and well, I was at a law firm and the, the one boss that I worked for, she had gone through 22 secretaries before me and I was with her for 11 years. And she said it was all because of the, those people just couldn't. And I was like, it's all because of you. Like she was narcissistic. She was, it was all about her and it just was, it was a crazy situation. And so my husband passed away in 2014. And then in 2016, I was just sitting at my desk and I was just looking at my boss and I just like, I can't do this anymore. And I walked right in and I said, I'm quitting. And she's like, what? And I said, yeah, I'm giving my two weeks notice. And I was like, you know what? I go, this is an at will state in Illinois. I said, I'm not obligated to give you two weeks notice. I go, I'm just going to get my stuff and leave. So I had, we had a full kitchen at that, that firm. I, it took me, um, my whole like trunk was full of like, uh, panini makers, my crack pot, like pans, like all this stuff. And I just left and I didn't know what I was going to do. And I was like, whatever it is, I'm just not doing law anymore. Well, then I got a job at, uh, the chopping block, which is a, uh, recreational cooking school in Chicago. And I was a chef assistant and it was the best job. Uh, unfortunately, the pay was $12 an hour, oh, I want to yeah. say, you know, and I realized that all these other people that worked there had other income streams coming in. Yeah. So it was a great summer. Um, I loved working there. And then I finally was like, I got to go back to to the law. And so that's when I got had my last job. So but in between there is when I met uh, my manager for, from Instagram, and she just found me on Instagram. And she told her husband, she's like, I think this lady can be like an influencer. And so she just kind of um, followed me and stuff. And she lived in Chicago at the time. And I just remember it was 2018. And all I wanted was 10,000 followers because then I could have the swipe up to, to have people. Because if, if, even if I had the link in bio, click the picture, that takes you to the recipe, all the stuff that was way too many steps. Um, and I remember doing this huge copy job at, at work and I was like, this stinks. And I was like, and then I looked down at my phone, it was like 9,999 followers. And I was like, oh my God, I'm like, am I going to hit 10,000 today? And I'm like doing this copy job. I kept refreshing my phone and finally I waited till I was like 10,050. And I was like, oh my God, I ran to my boss and I was like, I just got 10,000 followers on Instagram. He's like, what is that? And I was like, I need to go find an associate. So I just ran down the hall, found Tom. I was like, Tom, he was like, high five. Um, oh, that and so that's about the time when, uh, my skinny pizza dough I wrote in 2017 oh, and I loved yeah. it. And I was telling everybody about it forever and it didn't start taking off until October of, of 2018. And then people started making it tagging me. And I think that the more people were talking about me horizontally is how I grew vertically. And, yeah. um, then I just got bigger and bigger. And, uh, that's when my manager's like, well, let, let's just test you out on doing some influencing stuff. And at the time I didn't even know what that meant. I was like, yeah. What are you talking about? Like, I don't even know. But to give you an example, like she would text me and she's like, do you want to make $500 uh, really quick? And I'm like, absolutely. 
And she goes, download, download this app. It was called um, Toast app. And it was like where you could order food. And she's like, yeah, we have it here. yeah. Uh, so, um, and she's like, and just do um, a four story set on Instagram uh, using the, the, um, the app. And then just like tag him, told me everything I had to do. So I just got out of my desk and got out of my office, walking down um, the street. And I was like, I love having, you know, an hour for lunch. So, yeah. but what I hate is waiting for my food because that's all my time. And I'd rather just enjoy my hour. So I said, right. I'm going to get some fresh air. So I did a screenshot of like how I downloaded the app, what I ordered, walked into Goddess in the grocery store. My food was there. I came back, sat at my lunch. I said, now I've got 50 minutes that I can enjoy to eat my food and, you know, go on Instagram or do whatever. Wow. And then like five minutes later, there's $500 in my bank. So I was just like, Oh, okay. That's how that works. So that was a simplified version of it, but now it's, it's grown. So anytime a brand reaches out to me or they have a brand, um, they negotiate the contract. So, um, here's another example. So right before I hired, um, Erica, uh, Libre, which is a, a this is a Dexcom, but Libre yep. is a continuous glucose monitor. And they asked if they could do, um, a commercial, you know, could I do a commercial for them? And I was like, sure. And they said, it's a day and a half of filming. Um, we'll put you up downtown and we're filming at an Airbnb in Bucktown and we'll give you $1,500. And I was like, oh my God, $1,500. I'll take two days off of work. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> I had no idea what big production was. The clients flew in from California. Like the film crew was from Philadelphia. The marketing department was like, I walk into this Airbnb and like, I'm reading this, this thing. And it says, um, the talent's going to get to the house at like 9am. And I was like, am I the talent? Like <laughs> I, maybe I am. And so I, I just text this guy who turned out to be the executive producer. Which I didn't even know. And I was like, Hey Pete, I'm like, it looks like I'm going to get there. You want me there at nine? I said, I'll just take a Uber and I'll meet you guys there. And he's like, we have a car service for you. And I was oh, like, wow. and a handler. And I was like, what, what is that? And a handler, because I'm diabetic, it was a diabetes commercial. She was with me all the time, making sure I was fed, hungry. Did I need to take a break? all that stuff. And I was like, that's crazy. So maybe like two months after that, um, is I, when I hired Erica and I told her about that and she goes, I would, she goes, I wouldn't have, I, I would have asked for at least $10,000 for that. I was like, Oh, noted. Okay. Good to know. Wow. So that was in 2019 that I filmed that. And then in 2020 they wanted to, and they, they had the rights to it till the end of the year. And then, um, in 2020, they said, we still want the rights in 2021. And Erica goes, that's fine. That's a thousand dollars a month. And they sent me a check for $12,000, which I was like, oh, okay. And that happened two years in a row. So it was, so it was stuff like that. Like I didn't know the, the back end of it. Like I, I just had no idea. So now we have um, all of the brands that we do. And once they negotiate the contract, tell me to sign it, I sign it. And then I do the deliverables. I tell them when it's done, they invoice, they take 15% off the top and then we get everything else. That's amazing. That is so. I didn't know that's how it worked. Yeah, mm -hmm. I had no idea. And I said, if somebody said to me, "How do you want? Do you want to earn five hundred dollars?" I'm like, "Okay, do I take off my clothes?" <laughs> that's what. Yeah, I do, want you want, do you want feet pics? What do we? Yeah, what, what, do do you you want? Want? what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> but that's so awesome. I mean, it's just kind of like I feel like then you kind of almost stumbled into it. You're doing all that hard work, and you know, even your blog. If you're not going to have grandkids, your blog of that gift to just humans, like just the world, I think it's such a great thing because, you know, everybody has their ups and downs. And I think that 
voicing those is important because a lot of people on social media are very much about, you know, everything's perfect. It's the Christmas card photo, right? Oh my and God. I love that, you know, your refrigerator's open and you're like, damn it. Yeah. Oh, I no, know. Well, I, I just, I just had this light fixed here, but uh-huh. before that it was just a fan that was awful. And I hate, I've hated it since the second I, 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 and I've been in here 22 years, but, um, I just, the other day I was like, I got, I got to get rid of it, rid of it. And so, but like, if I had it like doing a story and the angle was like there and it's just, it was, I could never get it clean. Cause it's just, you know, dust and it's like in the kitchen and it gets yeah. hot and it was just a fucking nightmare. Sorry. Um, so uh, I got to have my P's and Q's. Um, no, you want to be so on anyway, the people, love the Okay. So people would say to me like, biz, clean your fan. Like, why can't you just clean your fan? I was like, it's none of your business. Like I, if I don't want to, if I don't want to clean it, I'm not going to clean it. Do you want to come over to my house and clean it? Cause you yeah. can clean it. That'd be great. No, but Rose, um, I would, Rose and I would have replaced it for you. We're the very big, um, do it yourself people. Oh, I wish I was. I, when I, was, See, I like, I like starting things without knowing like the, before the, in this uh, office space, there was like carpet and this is probably going like five years ago when Hannah and Jacob were still living here and they came home and like, I like just walked in here. I was like, I'm getting rid of this carpet. And I just took like a night and just started throwing the carpet down and they pull in and my and Hannah's like oh my god my mom's pulling off the carpet like she, and she has no <laughs> idea what to what to, the plan but that kind of forces me to to like do something um unbeknownst to me this house is 100 years old there was 11 layers of linoleum underneath the carpet in oh, every seven. shade of every like oh, imagine no. like every color that was in the 70s browns um orange yellows uh pastelly green like just horrible and it ended up being like the worst project ever i ended up having to hire um somebody to to like because i was like there's no way i can i can finish this project on on my own and now i've got hardwood floor in here so it's fine but yeah that's 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 my uh do it stuff i said all right and then then this thing right here i don't know if you can see it it's like kind of like a a countertop and it's just it's uh, the whole kitchen's awful but there's times where I'm like, if I like press really hard on here and break this, you know, like that'll, I'll have to do something about it, yeah. you know? And <laughs> Hannah's like, don't do that. And I was like, I'm not, I said, I want to, but I'm not. <laughs> do one of those uh, Kathy Bates things from um, Fried Green Tomatoes, just take the sledgehammer and take it out. Exactly. Just take it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to say that, um, you know, I started following like one Instagram influencer, you know, one of the rich ones who's like house is perfect. And then they tell you like to follow these other ones to, to win some prize. And then you end yes. up following, I had like 20 on my account at some point. And every time I'd scroll through them, I just, they made me feel bad because yeah. their houses are perfect. They have all these nice clothes. I find myself trying to keep up with the Joneses, you know? Yeah. And I was like, why am I doing this? And so I unfollowed every single one of them. Kept you, of course, because, you know, you don't make me feel bad about myself. You make me feel like positive and, and like you're doing something good with your life. And that's and you're real. Yeah. And absolutely. I I like it. I, I I feel empowered when I when I watch your stuff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Thank you. You, you. you really do have a way of I don't know. And your grandpups. Oh, my God. So I have grandpups and I have a pup and. 
And I, I love the, you know, the snuggles, the pups, it's just the best. It's ever. I know ever, people ever. like this, just get a dog. And I was like, it's a lot of work. I said, <laughs> I like it. It, it is like having grandkids because you can take them and you'd be like, bye <laughs> and just bring them back. So um, I just want to wrap up. We didn't do any of the questions, but that's totally fine. I love talking to you, but I want to wrap up and tell you that before we wrap up, I have always made pizza. I've made pizza forever. My, my Nana, my, my grandmother, who was from Italy, um, she came over here when she was 21 through Ellis Island. Her name's on the wall. She's amazing. She um, used to make pizza in a sheet pan, like just, oh, yeah. and, and just all she put on it was sauce and Parmesan cheese and onion, the daily onion. That was oh. it. But so I always loved homemade pizza. And so my sisters and I always make, we always make homemade pizza. We've done it for years and years, but when we got your recipe, obviously we were doing Weight Watchers and I was like, so excited. So we, I use your crust, but then when I started watching what you're putting on pizza and I'm like, this is brilliant. It's like clean out the fridge day. So I would mm -hmm. like, one time I made a pizza and I had um, leftover um, corned beef, corn beef and cabbage. Oh, yeah. And I put the corned beef, the cabbage, the potatoes, everything. I just put olive oil and garlic base and just a teeny bit of mozzarella. And it was, I used skinny taste. Skinny taste was my first like food yeah. blogger. I started love following. Gina. Yeah. I yeah. Oh my God. I love her. And I'm from Long Island. So when she shows her pictures of the sound and stuff, it just brings me back a lot of memories. Um, but she, um, but I started doing stuff like that and people are like, what is on your pizza? And I used to do a little bit of Instagram. Um, I used to do my cooking on, I used to do on in like stories and it just became too much work for me. And then we started the podcast, but People are like, what the hell is on your pizza? And I'm like, no, I'm telling you, just go in your fridge. Whatever and it is. You have and throw it on there. It's so, it's just like a tool to get it to your mouth again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I'll do unusual, like making calzone, same thing. It's like, I'll just yeah. take a bunch of stuff and put the dough over it. Just put it in there and you're good to go. You're amazing. You are amazing. So I have, I have one more question I want to ask before we wrap yeah. up. Is that okay? Of course. No, no. So, <laughs> So Lynn and I were both single parents. Um, young, had, single young parents. Yes. Um, yeah. She had teenagers, which sounds awful. <laughs> um, but I was a single parent until my son was seven. And so I have like a special connection to him. He's 17 now, but we, we have a special connection because it was just the two of us and I was young. And so we kind of grew up together. And seeing you work with Hannah and just seeing what that relationship is like, I, I was just wondering, like, what what is that like working with your daughter, who also seems to be like one of your best friends? Oh, my What's gosh. Yeah. Like for you. It's been amazing. And the whole I always I never knew I, when I would get to the point where I'd be able to afford to, to hire somebody. But I was so busy and it was it's so hard just to keep up with all the social media platforms the videoing, the editing, the writing, the, you know, grocery shopping, like it, it's, it's a lot. And so people, sometimes people were like, oh, it must be nice to have, you know, just to cook all day, you know, and yeah. stuff. I was like, it's, it's a lot of work. And when you have to think you have to storyboard, okay, like I'm doing a video, what do I need to capture? Like all this stuff. And I, it, it was a lot. And so I went to a trip to Yellowstone where the, an influencers um, plus one, because it's like a Trova trip. Uh, so if you have people, um, you get people to join your trip and then your trip is free with plus a person and you make a little bit of money on the side. That's mm -hmm. beside the point. But this other person was on this trip, uh, different group, but he had his employee, his videographer and his employee is his, is his uh, plus one. And I was like, how did you know, like when it was time? And he's like, I wish I would have done it like 
um, like a year ago. And I was like, okay, that's all I need to know. And I didn't even know how it was going to work. And so I got back from my trip and at like nine, nine o'clock in the morning on a Thursday, I sent Hannah a video message and I was like, dear Hannah, I go, would you like to work with me full time? I said, we can go to office max and we can touch pens and we can make videos. And I don't know what the hell we're going to do or how we're going to do it. I said, but I'll match your salary. And let's just see what happens. And I said, I know you hate your job and everything. She was in mortgage foreclosure. Um, and oh, was working God, like from hard. seven in the morning till seven at night. And, people, oh, wow. and during the pandemic, none of the employees wanted to work. It was just a, night, a nightmare for her. And she was a manager. doesn't matter. She didn't, I saw that she read it at like nine Oh five and then crickets all day. Oh, and no. I was like, did I offend her? I was like, I don't think so. She told me she hates her job. <laughs> so then I waited till like eight o'clock at night and still no response. And so I text her husband. I was like, Hey, Jacob, I was like, is Hannah mad at me or anything? He's like, no, she, we're watching a movie. I was like, can you, can you have her look at her phone? And she goes, oh yeah, the, I, my, my mom sent me a message. I forgot. So oh. uh, she, cause she's not supposed to have phones at work. And so it was a video. So she couldn't oh. watch it. Um, and so then she, then like five minutes later, she texts me. She's like, are you kidding me right now? I was like, no. And she's like, are you sure? And I was like, I, I've never been sure, sure of anything in my whole life. And she's like, all right. So the next day she told her boss, she's like, I have this other opportunity I might be taking. And of course, then they jumped through hoops and they were going to give her like an extra couple thousand dollars and two extra PTO days and, and stuff like that. And uh, she gave notice on, uh, I think it was October 1st and um, of last year. And then I went to Greece on another trip for like uh, 10 days. So I gave her the first 10 days off paid. And I was like, <laughs> that's your first, first order of business. I said, because I don't really know what we're going to do. And we've just kind of figured it out. And we basically have, I wonder if, oh, I don't, let me see if I have it here. Um, oh, it's not up there anymore. But uh, we basically have a um, schedule, a checklist, because she's super type A and I'm well, not. And I love her. Work. I love her. Work. Yes. So um, it's been a good balance for us working together because I'm letting, letting her loosen up a little bit about you know, like she gets hung up if we, if we have like three or four YouTube videos that still need editing or something like that. I was like, no, we have like, like not even 7,000 followers on YouTube. No one's like waiting with bated breath for the next video. Like whatever right. it goes up, it goes up is fine. Um, And then like may, maybe like the first week she worked with me, she had a problem with her cell phone and uh, she's like, I got to go to the Apple store. I was like, that's fine. Go ahead. And so she's like, it's taking me like, a, she's like, it's like an hour and a half lunch. I was like, so what? Like, who cares? And then later on that night, she was like texting me about something. I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I'm just making up for my lunch. Cause I took a long lunch. Oh and I was God. like, that is not how we work here. You know, that that's corporate life. That's why we left that stuff behind. Yeah, so, it's um, so hard to get out of that once you've been in it that. Is, yes. Because I worked in a call center and I was like, all right, I took five minutes. I'll work five minutes extra. And I, when I started my job now, which anyway, um, I, my boss was like, it's okay. I trust yeah. you. And I was like, Whoa. Yeah. It's, right. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's taken her a while to get used to, um, well, we, jo I joke that our, our LLC is called four boobs in a business, um, <laughs> LLC. And I, so I always joke, I'm like, that's not how four boobs in a business LLC works. We don't, <laughs> we don't play those games. Um, so just, you know, and just the fact that, you know, like she's got the next three days off because Halloween is her jam. And, um, yeah. you know, I was like, take three days off. Who cares? You know, it's yeah. like, I, I can, I can keep the, the ship running, you know, obviously yeah. it's e easier when you're here, 
but um but yeah it's been an amazing balance and we've we've grown so much not only just together like I mean, she's just so much fun and we just laugh pretty much all day, all day long. That's awesome. And I don't know if you saw the compilation. I'll probably I'll send you a link um, on the, she did a compilation of uh, bloopers for the year and we posted it on her one year anniversary. Um, well, I think okay. on Halloween last year, I was going to, it was going to be a joke because I love Halloween too. So does she, oh, yeah. but I was going to be dressed up and then she like off camera, she was going to say, I thought you were joking when you said we had to dress up for work. And I was like, no, it's dressing for Halloween is mandatory. It's in the employee manual that hasn't been finished, you know, <laughs> like something like that. But last year on, on um, Halloween, there was a huge Instagram glitch. And my management team said, don't go on Instagram at all today. Cause like people were losing like half their followers. It, it was just a glitch. It came back. So we never even did any of those, but we've filmed three YouTube videos of cooking videos in costume. Oh, that's so funny. And we don't like mention anything. Like I'm in like in a clown outfit. It's just, it's hysterical. I'll send you a link so you guys can yes, see it. Please but, do. Please yeah. do. Yeah. There is something about Rose forgot that I had my son and I, I had, I've been married twice. My son and I were together. Oh, that's right. Um, uh. Duh. Um, <laughs> For a long time before I met my second husband. And so he was, um, so we, uh, we definitely, as Rose said, there's definitely that bond. There's definitely that bond because you just, you know, you go through a lot and, and you just, that's, a, it's like, I feel like he and I kind of, the way that Rose and I talked about it, we grew up together. Oh, same. I yeah. Cause I was 23 when I had Hannah. So, yeah. um, yeah. uh, and again, I was like, it, it's going to work out, you know, one way or the other. And yeah. it, it was interesting because when I, I didn't tell anybody, well, I told the father when I was uh, pregnant and he's like, is it mine? I was like, yeah, it's yours. So he thought about it and Absolutely. didn't reply back for months. And I was like, it's fine. And I was like, I was even thinking like, should I give her up for adoption? Give it. I didn't even know it was a girl. I was like, should I give it up for adoption or anything? And then I finally told my parents when I was eight months pregnant and oh, wow. did not, we lived like two blocks away, but it was like in the winter and I just like wore big clothes, whatever. And so after they got out of the initial shock, then they're just like, well, let's just go to a support group for women who'd given up their kids up for adoption. And so we did. And the girl sitting next to me, it was 25, but her son was already 10 and she only got a picture on his birthday every year, but she was like, my parents were going to kick me out. And like these girls had horror, sto horror stories about how their family was treating them. And basically the gist of it is that they said, if I had one tenth of the support your parents are giving you, I'd still have my baby. And I was like, that's it. So we got in the car. I was like, I'm keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> so before I the internet and everything. So my mom just wrote a letter to family and said, you know, this is having a baby and, you know, she's not getting married and stuff like that. And it was fine. And my dad was Hannah. I mean, my dad passed away when Hannah was six. And so I ended up moving in with my parents for five years. And um, I'm happy that that happened because it, Hannah's really the only one that has memories of my dad because the, uh, she's the oldest grandchild and oh, yeah. no other grandchild was close. So um, she's the only one that has memories of that. So I'm, I'm really happy that that, that happened. Um, but yeah, it's like you, you grow up and it's like I said, everything is figure outable. And I think that, and if we want to like, um, talk about like taking the leap of doing something out of your, your comfort zone is you, you just never know what's going to be on the other side. And I think right. so many people like hesitate to do things. Cause like the, the, what ifs, the, what ifs, you know, yeah. like how am I yeah. going to pay for health insurance? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do, yeah. well, you figure it out, you right. know? And, and yeah. I, 
I, I was 52 when I quit and I was like, the worst, worst case scenario was that I get another job, you know, like I, you know, it's not the be all end all. Like if, if this didn't work out, um, that there, there was, you know, it, it was going to be okay. You right, know, and, right. uh, my expenses are super low. My mortgage is almost paid off and it's just so a lot of things. And I was like, really, all I need is like $2,500 a month to, to survive. So I was like, if I, if I yeah, can, can make that. just that, yeah, then, then I'm golden. So, and now I can do like one thing and get paid $2,500, you know, and it's just, yeah. it's insane. So That's it is all about sales too. Uh, so if you see me talking about the same brands over and over again, it's because I produce results. So basically whatever I get paid is how much they want in sales. Uh-huh. So if I don't make that sales quota, then that's like a, a one and done. And then it's funny because I, there's, you know, the Instagram, the influencer I follow anytime they, the people I like the most, anytime they post a link, I click on it. I don't care if it's anything I'm interested in or not. Yeah. I'm like, look at me. And I like on Amazon, like if there's something on Amazon, I don't really, I, I do buy from Amazon. I try not to as much, but if it's one of my influencers has it, Oh man, I'm all about it. Do you follow Veronica? Um, her last name begins with an F. She's a full-figured woman and she has the cutest outfits and she works, she, she'll get a skinny girl outfit and she'll try it on. And, you know, she'll be like, I'm going to change this to a, and she talks about her belly. She had kids and her body never bounced back. And she's, she, she's a lot like you, very real, but she wears a lot of makeup and she's really trendy, cute dressing. Like she's adorable. Um, not, but she's like you yeah. and her like realness. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so whenever she has a link, I'm like, click, click, whether or not I'm going to buy it or not, I don't even care. But that's, that's how I like yeah. to, it's like my little like pat on the back for them, you know? Oh like, yeah, just, absolutely. You know. And I tell people all the time, I was like, even like on sponsored posts, if you just like it and save it, that that's great engagement for me. And then I can provide that analytics to the client. Cause usually after, um, after the stories, uh, elapse 24 hours is then we have to go back and pull all our analytics and see how many clicks did people do, how many, um, likes, how many shares, how many of all that stuff. And so that's important too, but sometimes people see ad or sponsored and they're just like next kind of thing. And so if it's important to me and the brand, I will like boost it. And so I'll be like, um, this is like, I had a, for safe and fair, one of the brands that I was working for, I did a a post and it just went nowhere. It went to like 6,000 views and it just went, and it just was crazy. So then the next day I was like, Hey, if you just leave, um, an emoji on that one, I'll put you in a running to get signed copies of my cookbooks. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's like 2,000 comments and stuff. And then the brand looks at that. And it's like, oh my gosh, how, how did you get that, that great engagement? And it's like, I had to, I had to resort to that, you know? So there's, there's ways around it. Um, but obviously I don't want to like, you know, give away all my cookbooks because I still have to pay for them myself. Oh yeah. Uh, although it is discount. So there's uh, the skinny pizza dough. I one. believe how much different you look. That is crazy. Oh my God. I, is that crazy? And that's from two, just wow. two years ago. I can't even. Yeah. That is great. So, you know, I, every time I see you, I'm like, oh my God, she looks great. I think to myself, but I, I don't even, it's like, I don't even remember you looking like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's- and it's weird. Like, I, like if I, like, uh, I have a video on our YouTube channel that's three years old, how to make crunchy tacos. Cause everyone, I was like, I got a YouTube video and it's, it's so crazy how, how different I was at that one. 
Um, so yeah, I didn't even know if you knew this. So uh, the Cooking for One cookbook um, has a QR code so that no matter when the Weight Watcher plan changes, um, it's still good. So I can't, I don't work with Weight Watchers, so I couldn't put points in here. And obviously they're going to change every two years anyway. Right. Uh, so as long as you have a paid Weight Watcher membership, you can uh, QR code this. It'll open up your Weight Watcher app and it'll track it from, from the cookbook to your- That, oh, that wow. is awesome. You. We yeah, will definitely, so when we're doing the ads, um, doing the, you know, the, the social media posts and stuff for this episode, we'll um, add links to your books and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. Um, do you have a, send us whatever the best link is for them to buy it. I don't know Amazon. Okay. okay. I'll send you links. Okay. All right. That would be awesome. But I know we promised you an hour. It's been an hour and 20, but I well, I could talk to you all day long. <laughs> oh, that went by really fast. I know. I know. Wow. And again, the first time I've ever did a Zoom meeting. So if I looked distracted in the middle, it was because it's like you had 10 minutes left in your meeting. And I saw that. It, it, <laughs> I was in a chair and I'm like, oh God. I was trying, yeah. like, I'm, I'm getting my credit card. I'm trying to pay for it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I am, I funny enough, I'm actually in our studio. Um, we have a studio in my sister's basement. My sister oh, okay. that had a studio in it, the people that owned the house before her were um, musicians. So oh, I'm wow. in our studio right now because I was, I got home today from visiting my dad up in, he lives up in, uh, near Winchester, Virginia. I live, we, Rose and I live in Charlottesville. Uh, we know you visit Virginia. So next time you go to Richmond, you'll have to let us know. We'll meet you there. My daughter lives in Richmond. Oh, nice. So she usually goes to the, you go to the, to the Northern Neck, right? Yeah. Tappahannock. Yeah. So, um, I got home from my dad's with an hour and a, a little, about an hour to spare, take my shower, get dressed and my internet's not working. My, my router's dead, no lights on it, nothing. So I had to jump. I was like, Oh my God, Rose, Rose. <laughs> I had to run over to my sister's, which is a mile away, but, and yeah. run down to the basement. So yeah. Oh my gosh. So, well, it all worked out. Yeah. <laughs> thank you again so much, Biz. It was a pleasure talking to you and we wish you the absolute best and we will continue thank to you. talk about you on our podcast in only good ways. But, um, if, it, you know, when you do listen, if you do listen, it's, we, we do get inappropriate sometimes, but I think you can handle that. I can. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> I mean, nothing, you, nothing, nothing really dirty, just bad language. So yeah, exactly. So. All right. Well, thank you again so much. Thank you Have so much for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for letting us do this. We really, really, it means a lot to us. No problem. Take okay. care. All right. Bye. Bye guys. All right. So I hope you guys love that. As much as we did, we thoroughly enjoyed ourselves. How much fun did you have, Rose? That was amazing. I had so much fun. I was very nervous to do it. Oh and my God. after it was over, we were just like, I could have talked to her for like three hours. I know. I had, so the interesting. I had the timing off. I thought that we were on for an hour and a half, but you and I had gotten on early. So I got all confused with my time because I was so nervous. But I could have talked, yeah, I could have talked to her all day. She was fantastic. She's so real and down to earth. And she is, as I told her in her email, a beacon of light. She just is doing, I think, exactly what she's made to do because she just reaches so many people with her positivity. Yeah, I agree. So, and by the way, if you have anything negative to say to somebody on the internet that you don't know, just don't. I know. That's it's so stupid. I don't know why business. people waste their time. No, and if you don't like something about them, just unfollow them for fuck's right. sake. It's not your place to tell them what you don't like. Just unfollow. There's a little button. You click it and it's unfollowed. Boop. Done. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Don't make anybody come out to come out and bust your kneecaps. So, 
fun. Anyways, we hope you love that. Don't forget, we will put the links to her books in the show notes. Um, and please let us know how you liked it, or we know you liked it. Just please give us a lot of positive feedback. Make sure you like, share, rate, and review on your favorite podcast platform. And you can always reach us at No Ordinary Women Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And on Twitter at No Ord, I'm sorry, not Twitter, X at No Ord, O-R-D, Women Pod. Please get to rate, review, and follow us on your podcast platform. Until next week. Bye. Bye.